Welcome to episode 160 of the FPL Hangover podcast, where we raise the bar and lower the tone. All things FPL related. We are recording here live on Monday, the 13th of March. Game week 27 is almost complete. Just a small matter of the additional Brentford and Brighton fixtures to get out of the way. And it's the only thing saving us game week 26 wildcarders from jumping off a bridge at the moment. It's another case of were they, weren't they? Did they? Didn't they? Who knows? Here to help me figure it all out, my podcast partner in crime, Paddy. Hello, Jer, and it's great to be back, and it's uh, it's an amazing episode, 160. That's, that's a big one, 160 episodes. And, uh, and also, to the millions and millions watching on YouTube, cheers. Um, I cannot wait to get into this episode and uh, dissect... The game week, how, how, just how the the game week 26 wildcarders beat the non wildcarders. <laughs> I wouldn't go too far. I wouldn't. No, <laughs> they're finished. They're done. They're, it's they're game done. over. It's actually, yeah. it's not even the case. I know you're only. Ah, they fucking did. They're done. They kept Salah and Salah missed the penalty and I'm delighted. It did. That did make my game week, even though. All the rest they, of it has gone to shit. Brentford and they sold and they sold Kane or they, they chose Salah over Kane. It's just and all the all the all the abuse we had to take with this wild card. I, I think it was looking a lot a lot more uh like the, the tables have turned before mm-hmm. Sunday's fixtures and before yes. Arsenal assets came good and uh you know the 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 majority of game week twenty six wildcarders were sitting there with at least one Arsenal asset on their bench. And, uh, yeah, we all know how that went. Um, mm-hmm. How did you get on so far, Paddy? How did Game of 27 go? Right, okay, serious talk now. Right, at the moment, I am on 53 points, which is a green arrow at the moment. Um, I the, the, let's, let's face it, the, the Brentford assets have let us down so far. But I, I'm, I'm happy enough with my, my Brighton. My three Brighton were um, McAllister and Matoma, so... An assist and a goal there. The um, what do you call the Estupian? Estupanan. Estupanan. He uh, obviously no good. Uh, Trippier five points. Henry two points, but with another game against Southampton. Um, I had three Arsenal players. Okay. Yeah. One of one of them scored fourteen points. One of them scored eight points, and one of them scored three points. Guess which one I started? The one that everyone else started and didn't have any return. Exactly. Saka, three points. Matinelli, eight. And Gabriel, 14. Like, anyway, I knew it. We knew this was coming. I actually had people tweet me, oh, this is a bench boost game week if I ever seen it, you know. Yeah, I saw um, that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I just, you know, stuck to my plan and, and didn't. Uh, then I had Harry Kane, 13 points. Uh, Haaland, six. And of course, Tony, the captain with. A measly four points. Rhea as well, three points. We got a bonus out of Rhea, so you know we'll take that all the way to the bank. Jair, tell me what do you think? How do you think my team was fifty three points? Would you be happy with that? And tell us what how your game week went. Yeah, I think fifty three points is a pretty solid score considering the amount of points you had benched. It's kind of irrelevant, I suppose. Um, they're yeah. sitting there, nothing you can do about it. But uh, fifty three points is pretty good. I came in a little bit less than you. 
Uh, for now, for now, yeah. Paddy. Um, As usual. I'm sitting down 48. In all departments. In all departments, especially in penis size. Yes, of course. <laughs> but um, no, 48 points. Uh, again, Ray with the with the extra save points, bringing it up to three. So, you know, nothing to write home about. Dunk losing his clean sheet, Pinnock losing their clean sheet, Trippier coming back with an assist, similar to yourself, Saka, and Rashford both blanking. March also blanking. We'll get onto him a bit more in a second. <laughs> okay. We, well, we know you don't have March in your team. And Mitoma getting an assist uh, followed up with the classic Game 26 front line of Kane, Tony, and Haaland. So, yeah, nothing to write home about, but plenty of action still left in the game week. Paddy, what were you, what were you fucking sniggering over? Uh, I was just having a wee snigger there about March, and I will get into that. I want to know, did you get a green arrow so far, yeah? I don't look at that shit until the game week's over, pal. Just tell us the fucking truth. I'm currently down from 33k to 40k, I think. 39 or something like that. Sucks to be you. I don't look at uh, that. That's midweek bullshit. I don't yeah. see... Me neither, me neither. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to know. Yeah. Just wanted to know. Um, but yeah, I was, I'm laughing at March, yeah. Because I don't have him, and uh, the, the FPL players that had March, obviously... Got robbed. Do you think so? Did you see the goal? I've, I, I, I've seen replays. Yeah, I think that uh, he should have may may have got the uh, the goal. Brighton have uh, decided that that, uh, that he scored it. Uh, well, yeah, I believe. Um, look, I think first of all, there's obviously no conclusive evidence as to whether or not he did get the goal. I think I I I'm leaning as a match owner. I'm leaning towards he didn't, just based on the fact that the ball was smashed. Uh, in the mm. opposite direction of the way his leg was but Harrison the guy who was awarded the own goal he came out and said he didn't touch it and uh, yeah as far- he he's a very trustworthy guy and I believe him yeah and that's fair enough and if you ask me I think there's no evidence to show he didn't get it and the benefit of the doubt should be given to the attacker uh, so to see FPL remove the goal after giving it and then there's a rumor going around on Twitter that they've updated their banner to uh, to, to a picture of Solly March in their Twitter uh, fucking, you know, their backwards banner at the top of the page. Wow. Now, that's they're, something I haven't actually verified myself. They're really putting the boots in if they've done that. Yeah, I know. It's pretty it's pretty shameful behavior. But again, as I said, I don't know how long that picture is there, but all the comments were, were talking about it not being, not being there very fucking long. And it wouldn't surprise me considering some of the shite that they get up to online. And in case anyone has any hope about maybe getting these March points, they are never coming. No, Jesus, no. It's actually in the rules that uh, after 24 hours or something, yeah. that's it. Yeah, once the, game, once the game sets to the next day, I've never, yeah, se- yeah. I've never seen uh, a change. And if, if, there, if there's been one, it's, you know, you, it's, it's something that uh, I don't fucking remember. But, you know, with the amount of damage I've done to my brain, who, who, who's surprised? But look, you don't dwell on it. You move on, uh, and y- exactly, yeah, and you focus more on McAllister versus Matoma March. And, and just to move on, if I had March, I would be raging. Oh yeah, raging. But anyway, I can yeah. just imagine the abuse. We don't dwell on it. There's no point. There's no point. You know, uh, the points are out there now. It's fucking raging. Things you know yourself. I the the whims of FPL towers kind of evens itself out as the season yeah. moves on. There's been a couple of dodgy decisions though. This Why year. would you even pick March when you have Matoma and McAllister there anyway? 
Because of the underlying stats, baby. Not something you've ever heard what, of. What, what, what about Matoma just being an absolute baller and McAllister being on pens? They're the stats I go by. Well, first of all, I do have Matoma. He was the first okay. midfielder I'd have there. I have both March and Matoma. And yeah, when I compared McAllister to March, the numbers said March, McAllister had the pens, but also has the potential to end up playing deeper, which, to be honest with you, at times he was playing a bit uh, deep in, in the Leeds match. So... You know, nothing shocking, but yeah. Uh, well, if it ever comes down to that kind of decision making again, Jer, just just left the phone. Just, I'll give you a buzz. Uh, I'm always here. Yeah, cheers, Freddie. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I could rely on you to help me <laughs> out of a, a sticky situation. <laughs> but it wasn't all doom and gloom. We did help the end one too. <laughs> <laughs> we we did uh, we did get Harry Kane points this week, which. I think yes. for me that was a bit of a litmus test of the wildcard because he was a big switch. I was going, oh, yeah. if he blanks against Forrest, this is absolute up in smoke, this wildcard. But no, two goals, 13 points. What more do you want, Paddy? Yeah, that was brilliant. And, you know, that was, that was he was one of the players that a lot of people were would have been hiding behind the sofa with, you know. Yeah. Um, I was listening to the cheaters earlier today and I think uh, Josh summed it up. He said, uh, once Salah missed the penalty... He just knew that was the universe telling him that Kane was going to go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that kind of was like, well, we'll get to that as well. No, we will. But going back to what we touched on at the top there, Arsenal on the bench. I've seen a lot of mm. players, obviously a lot of managers with a lot of bench points uh, there this week. Big uh, hats off to last year's mini league winner, Quinner. He went ahead and played his bench boost. And if you ask me, that's pretty much, you know, as good as you can really hope for. Those goddamn casuals, hey, they just do it every time. They do. They just pox their way into some decision. Well, well done, Quinner. Yeah. Um, and, and what did he, how many points did he have from his bench sheet? Do you know, or is that yeah. asking too much? Well, he had Gabriel and Martinelli and Batman, so like that's 22 wow. and 2. And he got one from Steele, so yeah, I think he's, I think he's currently on 24 with a potential. Bright and clean sheets, you know, if if all goes well at, uh, in the midweek oh. to go on top of it. So, I'd say I'd expect, you know, obviously minimum twenty four, twenty five, and if he gets lucky, you know, maybe in the early thirties. So, ah, oh, he'll get fucking lucky, that cunt. Yeah, he will. But I mean, look, if he fucking fell out of one day, it'd go up. <laughs> the way I look at it is like you're similar to me. We walked it with the intention of bench boosting in twenty nine. That's still to come. Yeah. So I'm not yeah ruling that out. Do you know, like not me neither. But I think we can really. Like twenty nine bench boosters are really just gonna hope to just equal what that was gonna happen this year. Yeah, week. exactly. Um, and can't wait till we get to, to that part as well because I think I have my I have two free transfers. You probably do have two free transfers for this week. I do, yeah. Yeah, and I think I know what they are. But when we get to there, um, we'll speak about that. I'm looking forward to hearing it because I have mm-hmm. no fucking idea. Um, before we get there, though, a couple of more other uh, highlights from the week: Casemiro red card. Now, mm. obviously, Casemiro in itself not a giant FPL attraction, but he, you know, he's yeah, he runs the show for the rest of the guys. Exactly, and yeah, as a United fan, I wanted to ask you: Has that changed your approach for for game week twenty nine? Now, obviously, we're gonna we're gonna chat about twenty eight soon enough, and but United are blanking in twenty eight, so it's not really gonna affect that. We have we have to look at game week twenty eight and game week twenty nine. As one game week, really. How can you do that? Because you ha- what whatever you do now for twenty eight mm. affects twenty nine, and you have to you have to and you know you have to 
have to be careful here. Like, you know, you've got blanks and things, but you want to bring in the right players that maybe are doubling in 29. You know, you don't, you know, you, you know what I mean? I do. This, and it's... this podcast is 28 and 29. Yeah, it's a fair point. I would also though add the caveat that it's not just 29 that we're looking past. It's also 32. Now, 32 is going yeah, to be yeah. a big blank. It's going to be the last blank of, of the season, apparently. Save for any, you know, unexpected kind of interruptions. But you need to be... Well, I need... What I'm focusing on is, before I make any decisions in regards to 28-29, is what do I really want to do in 32? Now, I know 32 feels like it's ages away, and it is ages away. But if you... Sneak up fast. They do. And the thing is, like, we're both sitting on a free hit. A lot of 26 wildcarders are sitting on a free hit. Still, the plan then is to decide whether you use that free hit in 32 to navigate the blanks or whether you kind of make your way through to, 20, to 32 prepping for the blanks and then wildcard in maybe the double, which I think is 34 or 37, whatever you choose. So You mean free hit in 34 for, or 37? Yeah, apologies. Yes, yeah, free hit. the wildcard has been fucking spanked out. That has been well and truly spanked out. But yeah, free hitting. So that just means then the likes of Man United assets who are more than likely going to blank in 32. Do you know... Man City assets. You got to be looking ahead, not just twenty nine, but if you uh-huh. do have that free hit in your pocket, make your mind up and you know build those transfers towards it. But uh, yeah, what were we saying there about Casemiro and him running the show? Right, it's not going to. It's not like at the moment. I have one Manchester United player, and that's Rashford. Yeah, and it's not Casemiro red card is not going to make me get rid of him. What it might do is it'll it'll make me maybe more. Um, I find it easier to sell maybe a Luke Shaw or you know another United asset if I had him. But Rashford is going to is going to remain. You know I think defensively that's where United will suffer without Casemiro Casemiro there. So like if you had any uh, like your Luke Shaws or your Delos or your Wambasakas or your Matinezes, you know yeah. Those are the guys I would have no problem now moving out. Well, moving out is easy, Paddy. Yeah. It's whether you move them in is the question. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not going to. I wouldn't be moving them in. No, right. I think I'm going to be happy enough with just the uh, with uh, Rashford. So double game week twenty nine. You just going in with the one Man United asset. I am. Mm, we'll see. Uh, w- well, I'm. T- uh, well, when we get to that, <laughs> we what we we fucking will see because I've got a couple of aces up my sleeve that uh, I don't even know if I'm going to tell everyone now. All right, fair well, enough. I, you better start being nice to me. Fair enough. Well, I mean, maybe this leads into it, but uh, I think. But before. Go right, go on. No, 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 Patty. Ladies first. All right. Okay. Oh, thank you. Um, so, just before we do go into it, tell us how many, uh, how many black, how many playing players do you have right now for your game week twenty eight? Game week twenty eight. I have currently got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, nine players yeah, nine. with two free transfers. Yeah, same. And you're and and if you've got all your players on, you're probably you're. Your two boys there that are sitting in your midfield there, Matoma McAllister's. It's it's gonna be dystopian probably leaving your team, isn't it? I went with Dunk. I didn't go with the crowd. Oh, I'm yeah, a sheep, well. Petty. Oh yeah, March. Yeah. <laughs> March was backed by sheer analytical power, okay? Oh, yeah. And the fact that he was like point four cheaper than McAllister, which meant I could enact my game me twenty nine plans. But Sorry, Penny. Well, Go on. So, so most wild carders then will have this team that we have in front of us because we. This is why we have this team because we've been planning to have 
to be able for the blanks with two frees and then to go into 29. So it's picking the right players now for 29. Yeah, well, I mean, we have this team because we just do what all of the experts say to do. That's that's the way yeah, to play well, this game. You don't play your own game. You just exactly. follow, follow what you're told. Sheep. Follow the sheep, you know? But yeah, you, you, you know the plan, but you make your own decisions at the end of the day. But I ha- what teams are... Is Arsenal doubling in 29? No, they're playing a home match against Leeds. Yeah, okay. So who's the doublers? <laughs> Why are you so fucking focused on 29 and not 28? Because I'm looking okay for 28. Why? How many players have you got? I've got the nine. So that's your two short. Yeah, but I can. I know the two I'm bringing in. Okay, well, how, why don't you get to it then? Oh, do you want me to just... Well, right, okay, like so, we're 20 minutes okay. into it. Let's fucking right, nail okay, it. Let's fucking just... Let's rip the bandit off now. Do you know who... who do, first of all, I'm getting rid of Estopian, right? Okay. And I'm bringing in Chilwell. All right. Classic sheep move. Go on. Has he got a double? In 28? No. Or in 29 he does. And in 28 he has uh, a fixture. Uh, yeah. He does have a double. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. And I'm getting rid of Haaland. Big, no. big shot. Big shot. Yeah. Bombshell. Yeah, I don't fuck about. No, well, that was my my question is, is can we say goodbye to Haaland? Ha- Haaland is going from my team and there's two candidates. Okay. Watkins or Havertz. You, you're just, you, you're just, you're just towing the line, Petty. You're just towing the company line now at this stage. Yeah, I know. And you you think this is going to distinguish us from all the other copycat podcasts, do you? I haven't listened to any other podcasts except for the Cheaters, and I don't think they mentioned um, Havertz or... Um, well, I know Watkins has been floating about, but it makes sense. Okay, well, I'll play devil's advocate then. I was expecting right, okay. you to be the opposite. I was expecting to have to argue for getting rid of Haaland, and right. you would be like, no, no, why are you doing? But... <laughs> No, no, that's not the case. And now I'm going to have to be a devil's advocate and ask you, why are you getting rid of Haaland? I'm getting rid of Haaland because he doesn't have um, a game mm-hmm. in 28. Yeah. And I want to have a player that has a game in 28 and has a double in 29. Okay, but he doesn't so double that... in 29. Who doesn't? Haaland. I know, I know what you're saying. That the player yeah, you get in for him will double. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So whether it be Watkins or Havertz... So then, let me. So, are you in any way worried about the damage that this can, that this is potentially going to do to your? To of course, of course, hundred percent. So, what's your like? What's your thinking around it? You just, you know, you're happy to ride I mean, it out. You don't I mean, think he's going to do right, anything. So, so it's not like a, he might leave forever. Like, I mean, I'll probably try to bring him back right after I get the double over. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, I would say first of all don't think about it like have that plan already set in place like know when you're going to get him back and how you're going to get yeah. him back because at the price he's at with the value you've probably got invested in him it's going to be difficult if you don't plan it out and all of a sudden you could end up going four or five game weeks without him and I'm not saying that's even a bad idea because yeah, yeah. some people myself included have considered how long do I want Haaland gone for and I'm looking at his fixtures here, and I see you trying to get a sneaky eye on him, so you, <laughs> so you know I'm what's going on. Well. Yeah, and I'm looking at blank twenty-eight. That's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Home to Liverpool. Now that could fuck us up. A home match against, uh, you know, a home match for City. That's kind of, you know, potentially. Yeah, I know, and it's against Liverpool, and all 
all you're hoping for there is Liverpool uh, turn up like they do against the big teams. Yeah, well, I mean, that is true. And to be fair, Liverpool aren't, yeah, as you said, they do turn up against the big teams. So I'm not I'm not expecting a Haaland Hall there. But where it gets tricky then is in game week 30, away to Southampton, home to Leicester, and then another possible blank in 22. So, or 32. And 32, yeah. 32, yeah. So, which, even if he doesn't, if they don't blank, it's a way to Brighton. And, uh, you know, that's not, that's not going to be an easy match. Uh, well, I, I, do you know what? Right, let's let's just look at, looking at this. I'm not worried I don't have him for the Liverpool game, okay? Okay. I'm, ri- I'm writing that off, even though he could fucking go bananas. But look, I'm just writing that one off. I can potentially have him back for the Southampton game. Like financially speaking, is it? Yeah. So then, financially... is it Watkins just a two week, or you turn Kane in? You turn Kane into Holland. I could easily go Kane. Well, I always said I was keeping Kane for the end of, till the end of the season because Kane's got a fantastic run. Yeah. So, so I, I won't be Kane if I have to take maybe a little minus four so to work to work ha- to work Holland back in. No problem, because I'm hoping to maybe have that minus four covered anyway. Within the, the doubles. Fair enough. So then let's get on to the options that we were talking about. Now, you mentioned the two front runners there. Havertz. Yeah. The, uh, and, and before we do, let's. It's not like I put. It's not like I've been thinking about this all day, all week. Like, I've kind of. I've looked at a couple of teams there, and Havertz isn't just, you know, setting the place on fire here, but neither is that other prick Felix. Yep, true. I mean, Chelsea, you know, we know. You know, the troubles they've had over the last couple of months and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Chelsea, home match against Everton in 28. Uh, home match against Villa and a home match against Liverpool in 29. So, three home games in a row. A double, obviously, in 29. Mm-hmm. And then an away fixture to Wolves, which, uh, while I don't think anyone would be, you know, um, expecting a rake of goals in that match. I know I'm not. It's still... You know, it's 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 not a bad fixture, um, especially if Chelsea kind of keep this kind of little tiny baby run they've got going. So yeah, I think Chelsea's an option. Then if we turn around to, and I'm with you, I think Havertz is is probably the best. Yeah, bad bunch on penalties scored there to weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think he's probably the the better option out of between himself and Felix. But then if we turn our heads to Ollie Watkins, who is a yeah. man, what's he got, like five or six goals in four or five matches or something? Uh-huh. Villa seem to be able to find the back of the net with, you know, relative consistency. And they've got Bournemouth in 28. Yeah. They've then got... Um... A nasty double in 29, I think. Yeah, that's that's the one, isn't it? I mean, away to Leicester is see... not too bad, but two no. away matches... I'm not expecting much out of their away match to Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea, yeah. You see, it's like Chelsea don't have a great 29 either because they've got Liverpool, isn't it? And one, yeah, one of those. But, I mean, they could still score against Liverpool. They could. And as I said, they're two home games. So, I mean, you already feel a bit more confident. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like totally contradicting myself with Haaland because he's got Liverpool at home. Yeah. And, and me going, oh, Chelsea, they could <laughs> score against Liverpool at home. But yeah, Haaland's playing Liverpool. But I'm like, nah, they'll never score against Liverpool because you know why? Because I'm selling them out of my team. So, but the yeah. the beauty is that like it's not that Liverpool match is, the, is a bonus match. You know, if he yeah, gets okay. just two points out of that, you're like, fine. But it's yeah. the Villa match preceding it that I think everyone's like looking to target with Havertz you see if, if you go if I go Watkins it probably makes it easier to get Haaland back how because Watkins is cheaper than Havertz is he not he is but if you're just swapping that striker back 
it's mm. not gonna make a difference, you know. Yeah, but see, I'm bringing in Chilwell maybe as well. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying by yeah. not letting yourself accident, you know, you know, not accidentally yeah, pricing I'm not yourself out of this. Implode the team or anything like, but I think well then, right? You know my plans. What are your plans? Where are you thinking? What were your two frees? So with my two frees, you... the plan, the original plan when I wildcarded it was like the options I wanted to have open was to essentially make one transfer this week. Didn't decide which one it was going to be, but I'd roll the extra transfer. I'd play this week with only 10 players. Mm-hmm. And then wow. come into next week, into or into the double game week 29, with two more two free transfers still, and that would allow me to turn Arsenal assets into many United assets. So I could go... Yeah, but now that's kind of smoked, isn't it? Well, that's the question. Is it smoked? Um, it's, not, it's not so much that Arsenal have turned my head. I still think... Um, I still think... like. I thought that home fixture against Leeds in 29 was always going to be, you know, ripe for a load of points. But what mm-hmm. has changed my, not changed my mind, but what has turned me slightly against that plan was Casemiro's race. That's why I touched on it at the start of the show. And I'm the same as you. I fear, while I don't worry too much about their attacking assets with the likes of Rashford or even Bruno, I do worry that... Their defense all of a sudden looks a lot weaker without Casemiro, which makes me think: Do I need to go back to Shaw? And does it mean Bruno sits a bit deeper? Which I think we've seen how it's how United have operated without Casemiro over the last couple of months. Yeah, and it is you know it's not it's not um, unheard of that he ends up playing deeper, and it it's also quite obvious that United are a much shitter team without him, i.e. defensively. Yeah, it really does put a spanner in the works for. You know, if you were playing that Bruno move, you know, because that would have been a nice, that would have been a nice transfer in. But if Bruno, Bruno won't have the freedom to do, do you know, they're like the last couple of weeks before the Liverpool game and all, Bruno was flourishing again, having that Casemiro behind him. And, you know, he was getting assists. He was even getting in the goals. Mm. So now that's going to, the fear is that that's just, we're going to get the, the Ronaldo Bruno again. Are you, you, know. are you, yeah, is, have, you don't have any intention of going towards Bruno, that's what you're saying though, right? Yeah, I'm not going to go there. Um, no, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, no. Um, but that was my plan, and then now that I'm looking at, I'm also kind of leaning towards Haaland out. Um, basically, because, as you said, like it's just the fact that I can get a player in who plays three fixtures in the same time that he plays uh-huh. one home fixture against Liverpool. And that's made me you know, lean towards the likes of a Havertz, maybe a Watkins. What's swaying me between those two, if I was to go down the Haaland exit route, is yeah. Havertz has a that fixture in Turkey, that away match to Wolves, versus Watkins' home match to Nottingham Forest. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know if I could legitimately get rid of Watkins at home to Forest if I was to try moving back to to Haaland. Yeah, and Spurs also have like a home match against Brighton that week, but then following it up is a home match against Bournemouth. So even Harry Kane looks like someone that I'm not really going to be able to talk myself into getting rid of. Nah, because his fixtures are too good going forward, too, aren't they? Like there, but yeah, that's my logic. I don't, do you think there's any sense to to pick in Havertz because he has a shitter fixture in game week thirty? Yeah, well, I mean. He could go fuck it. He's not going to go nuts, is he? 
Well, it's a different. He's not yet. I mean, uh, he could. He has. He's got a higher ceiling. Doesn't need to get some points. Havertz. Yes. Uh, I'd say yeah, in and around the same as Watkins, I'd imagine. I mean, you know, on penalties, is Watkins on penalties for Villa? I can't I'm remember. not too sure. That's what I was just trying to think. There was Watkins on penalties. Um. Yeah, but just the idea of like making your decision based on a game week that you're not gonna even have them play in. Like I don't know. It just it feels a bit backwards to me, and I'm just looking for an excuse to to go with Havertz. You know, out of. So you're thinking Havertz as well, anyway, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's the penalties, and, um, uh, yeah, I think it's just that, that home match against Everton and home match against Villa in the next two. I like it. Yeah. But, I mean, I'd obviously prefer Watkins at home to Bournemouth this week, but... Yeah, Watkins would be the nice one. Double's just shite, you know? Yeah, so I think it will be Havertz. So, is there anyone we're not really thinking about here? Like, is there anyone else? Strikers-wise? yeah, that ticks the boxes. I think there's a few. I think Brendan Johnson for Nottingham Forest. Like, they have a home match against Newcastle this week. Then they have mm-hmm. a double in 29, a home to Wolves and a way to Leeds. So, again, we know how poorly travel, or how poorly Forest travel. We just yeah. have to look at them. Spurs getting more than one goal against them uh, to, to see proof of that. But... Um, yeah, home to Wolves and away to Leeds in 29. It's not a bad double. And then away to Villa in 30. So I think, obviously, team-dependent, money-dependent. I think it's definitely an option. Anyone that says it's not an option is probably... Yeah, that is. If you, you know what? That would be a great option if you're chasing as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, And if you want to, like, you know, right, fuck us. We need to do something here to catch up in a couple of money leagues. It could be a great move. Yeah. Because those fixtures are quite nice. There, that's what I'm saying. There, he is a shout. And then mm. the, the fourth option, the fourth player I was looking at, and if I was to go no Haaland, yeah. would be Inianacho for Leicester. Um, so a player again who was on a bit of form, uh, mm-hmm. you know, leading up to the last few weeks. Now that seems to have taken a bit of a turn in the sense that I'm not sure how you know how nearly on he is for minutes. I believe Daka got a goal this weekend. Yeah, uh, he did play he did play um, the 75 minutes but yeah as I said with Daka getting a goal you know you got, you got and I think starting as well yeah he did start 65 minutes for Daka you gotta yeah. think that it's he's potent, the potential for him to be rotated is there and that's not something you want especially no you don't you, yeah that's another one that if you're like tr- trying to make a you know a shot at catching yeah. up on someone uh, you, you, but you, you don't really want to be having any doubt in your mind for not, minutes. Not for minutes, no. exactly. But no. again, the fixtures are there. Brentford and Crystal Palace in the next two. Obviously, Brentford away in 28, and then away to Crystal Palace and at home to Villa in 29, followed by another juicy home to Bournemouth fixture. Mm-hmm. Jesus, Bournemouth are just getting... Like, I don't know, maybe I'm, I, my eyes are just drawn to them because of how easy that fixture should be. But um, Yeah, but they're fighting for their lives now. The air and they got a good win there to weekend, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, played Liverpool off the park. Played them right off the pitch. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. There it is. So, yeah. So, we're looking really at... Um, you're looking at Villa and Chelsea. And we, we, can, we can, you know, say that they're probably the best options to be looking at to get you through the blank and the, the next double-ish. If... You know, they're the two teams that you're kind of looking at if you want to go without Haaland. Like, that's the question. Yes. Um, and to be honest, you said, I'm not sold on that yet. I'll probably yeah. end up talking myself into it. 
Um, we'll see how the rest of the game week goes. Like maybe, yeah. I don't know if if the rest of the game week goes game week goes well. Will I be more or less likely to get rid of Holland? I'm not sure, but I guess it's something I'll have to revisit on Thursday morning. You know, I, I know, and it's something I'm not set in stone on either. I mean, it's oh, it's all great saying it get rid of Holland, but as the week goes on, I'll definitely, I, I I'm probably, I am probably going to, yeah. but it's it's going to take me right up until the day before the game or, you know, to actually do it, you know, that kind of way. That's something you've um, got very good at this season is uh, not yeah, making the transfers I, uh, on a Monday. Exactly. It's <laughs> on a Monday. <laughs> and um, so tell me this then now, let's see how many doublers will we have if we go the Villa and the Chelsea route, you know, and the bench boost and everything included. Are we looking, are we going to look, are we going to smoke that game week if it all goes well? Um... Yeah, I, I, I mean, like, doublers-wise, like, I'm just looking at your team here. Mm-hmm. So, assuming you you have you currently have three arson assets, are all mm-hmm. three of them going to stay in the team? Did you say you're getting rid of them, or are they... No, stay. Okay, well, then you'll have 12 doublers, I believe, uh, instead of the 15. Mm. So, but I... that's not a bad thing. I'm not, like, it's a home no, match against Leeds. Do you know what I mean? I can't get 15 doublers, though, like. Are you eating on the fucking show? No, but chicken there was burnt. This is this is a, a, new, a, this new, is a new low, low for you. Yeah, a new low. A new well, tell me low. this, right? Are you going to have fifteen doublers? I won't know because I'll have at least no. one Arsenal player. Yeah, so. But I might. I'm not saying you need fifteen. I'm. You don't ask no. the question. I'm just wondering. You know, like I, I don't think there's a need for. As I said, when it's a whole match against Leeds, I don't think you need to be shipping out all our, all your Arsenal assets. I mean, like now that I've. Said sure, what I said about Luke Shaw. Like I'm pretty happy to maybe just hold on to Gabriel. Now maybe that 14 pointer <laughs> sitting on my bench this week is is playing into my thoughts there. Yeah. But yeah. I'm pretty happy to take a home match against Leeds for Arsenal uh, over what would probably end up being a minus four if I if I made some moves this week. Do you know, I can get a player in yeah. this week. Maybe look at kind of getting rid of a, a Brighton player. For someone that covers, or not Brighton, but a Brentford player, I don't know they're playing this week. So that's what I'm saying. I'm up in the air. I don't know what way I'm going to approach it. But if I wanted to come up, come up off of the Brighton defense, it would allow me the option of going three Brighton win their you know double game weeks arrive later on down the season. I don't think it's too difficult to get a Brighton player back into your team. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It is. It's one of those things you just have to. Go with your gut anyway and see how the rest of the week goes and things. There's lots of games on now as well. There's Champions League as well, isn't there? And, we- and tomorrow night and-, and Wednesday night and FA Cup matches. Yeah, I mean... And then we've, we've, we've got an international break as well, don't we? Yeah, I think this will be probably the last part. This will be the last part until after the international break. So we won't yeah. see you lovely fine folks until, you know, the start of April. But... Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a, there is a lot of fixtures, and if Haaland goes off and breaks his leg tomorrow, that will make things a lot easier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Not that I'm wishing that on him, but, you know, it would uh, be you handy. You are. Yeah, it would yeah. be very handy for my fancy plans. Um, Even if he just broke a toe? Just something small. Like when De Bruyne was out sick, and yeah. we switched yeah. over to Salah, which did pretty much fuck all for our teams but it made yeah, the decision easy which was easier yeah. yeah yeah it's the process it's the process so yeah yeah all right so well, no, that's good we're gonna have a pretty short episode this week as i mentioned there we're still mid-game week which means no mini league and 
there's still, you know, obviously you kind of got to see how this whole thing pans out. But before uh-huh. we wrap up, Paddy, let me ask you captaincy for Game Week 28. Right. Let's see. I've made a phone here. And uh, right now, well, I've got Harry Kane. So he's playing Southampton away. That's an option. It is. At the moment, it's, it's, it's I haven't even done this. Um, I've got three Arsenal players that are playing Crystal Palace. So that's another option. Mm-hmm. So basically, then I've still got Tony's playing Leicester. Yeah, there are but, options abounding. This yeah, week. but let's just let's get real. I'm not going to captain Tony when I have Kane sitting beside him. It's between Kane, Martinelli, and Saka, and I can just see. I'm just going to put the captaincy on right now. Here we go. Look at that. That's done. Boom for the YouTubers. Who did you do? List- Who did you put it list- on? I put it on Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Interesting. I uh, listened to... What's fucking interesting about that, What? Well, it's, it, what's interesting is that I didn't really think about Captain and Harry Kane. I was mm-hmm. pretty much set on Saka. You know, I was... For a few weeks now, I was like, yeah, home match against Crystal Palace. Arsenal, you know, in the form of their lives. And, uh, yeah, I was more than happy to go straight to Saka. But... You know, obviously Kane gets his brace there at the weekend, and an away match against Southampton isn't something to to sniff Stop at. Up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so no, I te- what, like I think Kane will probably be the the highest captain player this week, based on. What and I- you know what the best thing about that is, all those other motherfuckers won't be able to put him captain because they don't have him, and they'll be worrying <laughs> about all the other fucking. Well, players they have their teams. Who knows what they're gonna have by the end of game week twenty seven? I mean, like, or but yeah, by the end of this week, like in time for game week twenty eight. Because I mean, they'll have to make a decision on whether they want uh, Haaland sitting in their team. They're gonna have to make, mm-hmm. you know, they probably they still have their wild card more than likely. You know, if that's if that's what we're talking about. So who knows what state of uh, you know what state the FPL landscape is going to be in come deadline day. Uh, but yeah, I'm thinking Saka. You're thinking Kane. We'll see what yeah. way it ends up by the end of the week. Still, as you said, a lot of fixtures to go through. Yeah, a lot, lots of things to see. Yet. But at the moment, my, my on my boss team, it's on Harry Kane. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. All right, I guess we'll wrap it there, Paddy. There's no point rambling and talking shite. Uh, how can people any any more rambling or talking shite? I should say. <laughs> but how many? How can people find you? They can find me on Instagram at um, the Viking Dippers, on Twitter at FPL Viking underscore, and on TikTok the Cafe Fella. And also, before we go, please check out Game Week Thirty Nine, the North versus South. It's a fantastic football match for charity for Street Child United, and uh, all the proceeds are going towards that. And it's going to be a really good event. Everyone is welcome to come along and uh, support the North. Yeah, 100%. The link will be in the description <clears throat> below for anyone on YouTube or on Spotify. Uh, yeah, no, that's perfect, Patty. If you want to check out the show or if you want to reach out to us directly, you can get us on Twitter at FBL Hangover or you can send us an email. It's FBLHangover at gmail.com. If you liked what you heard this evening, make sure to hit the subscribe and give us a thumbs up and retweet it all the usual stuff it really helps uh, helps the show out a lot and it's greatly appreciated on our end Paddy are there any final words you'd like to wish our audience now that your mouth is full of chips yeah I have a great game week and I'm off now to watch the finale episode of The Last of Us can't fucking wait what about you Ger? I'm doing the same and uh, yeah 
I hope you enjoy Game Week 27, everybody. Or no, Game Week 28. I hope you enjoy Game Week 28. And we'll catch you after the international break. Uh, so stay safe and God bless. Let it be